the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible. I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. And welcome, welcome, welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you, thank you for joining me. Here's my telephone number on this uh, wintry afternoon. 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Well, heaven keeps getting sweeter and sweeter. Uh, I don't expect many of you to recognize this name, but he was one of my heroes, Junior Hill. Junior Hill was a Southern Baptist evangelist, one of the greatest preachers I've ever heard. Uh, Passed away, I believe it was either last evening or early this morning, uh, at his home in Alabama. He was 87 years old. If you ever heard Junior Hill once, you would never, ever forget him. Junior Hill, uh, I started to say he presented himself. That would imply that he was disingenuous. I'll just I'll say it this way: Junior Hill came across as a big country bumpkin. I mean, you know, the old thing about falling off the turnip truck. Uh, Junior Hill was a large man, very tall, large spoke with a heavy southern accent, and uh, when he stepped into the pulpit and began to speak and began to preach, if it was the first time that you ever heard him, you'd think, my goodness, this is some uneducated country bumpkin. And then he would begin to preach, and he would get into the biblical text, And uh, you would laugh, you would cry, 
you were unbelievably engaged. It was not long before you were hanging on every word that he said. And when he was finished with a sermon, if you took notes, and I always suggest taking notes, you would look down at your notes and you'd go, my goodness, that was deep. That was incredibly profound. He had the absolutely unique ability to communicate deep, deep, deep biblical truth in an incredibly winsome, down-home way, and the gospel was always at the center. He um, he conducted nearly 2,000 revival events all over America and all over the world. He received all kinds of honors. Uh, Joy and I first heard him at the big pastor's conference down in Jacksonville, Florida. First Baptist Jacksonville, for many years, had a pastor's conference every year, and they would have seven thousand pastors and their wives come for the conference. Some of the most precious memories that Joy and I have are those conferences in Jacksonville, Florida. That's where we heard Junior Hill first. And uh, it is difficult to describe his preaching, his ministry. He was unique. He was unusual. He was absolutely one of a kind preached in some of the largest churches in the country. He preached in some of the smallest churches in the country. He uh, he has passed away at the age of 87. And uh, he was just absolutely one of a kind. Junior Hill, we had the great, great privilege of having Junior uh, for one of our pastors' breakfast here uh, at WRFD. Many of you, maybe most of you know that every year we host a pastor's breakfast. And uh, one of the largest breakfasts we ever had, Junior Hill was the speaker. And uh, my goodness, he encouraged the pastors that were present to keep on, don't quit, don't give up. Um. Entered Heaven's Gates, Junior Hill, in heaven at the age of 87. Please, folks, don't, don't forget the real, the real heroes are not the people on the football field that are making millions and millions and millions of dollars that are idolized by sports fans. The real heroes are not the people on the basketball court, the baseball diamond. These they they may be incredible athletes. And we need to recognize that and acknowledge it. It's not wrong, but they are not heroes, at least ninety-nine percent of them. They are not heroes. The real heroes are the people that have dedicated their lives. To the gospel, preaching, proclaiming the Word of God, teaching others to love the Word of God, winning people to Christ, missionaries, 
pastors, Sunday school teachers. Joy and I have had the privilege of knowing some of the greatest saints that that we certainly have ever known. And uh, Junior Hill was certainly one of them, a great hero of the faith. And um, I don't know of anybody in the wings uh, to take his place. As I said, he was just unique and uh, one of a kind, Junior Hill. Um, and, and by the way, by the way, I, I would imagine that many of you are going, I never heard of Junior Hill. Who in the world is Junior Hill? May I challenge you? Go on the Internet, whatever search engine you use, and just type in Junior Hill Sermon. I don't care which one it is. Pull it up and listen to it. Watch it. I never, ever heard a bad sermon from Junior Hill. Just pull it up. You know, go on the Junior, just like it sounds, J-U-N-I-O-R, Junior Hill. There are dozens, if not hundreds, of his sermons uh, posted on different YouTube sites, different church sites, and so forth. Just do a simple Internet search. Type in Junior Hill and expect to be blessed, encouraged, challenged, convicted. That's the um, one of the wonderful things about the times that we live in. You think about the great, great preachers of the 1100s and 1200s and 1300s and 1400s. We have no idea what they sounded like. We have no idea what they really looked like, except, you know, if they were really famous, there was a painting or two. But today, because, well, of modern technology, but for the last, you know, what, a hundred and some years, we have been able to record the voices. Oh, how I wish I could hear C.H. Spurgeon preach. There is one wire recording in existence, I believe, of C.H. Spurgeon the quality is so incredibly poor, it is really difficult to understand any of it. How I would love to hear C.H. Spurgeon, D.L. Moody, wow, to hear uh, William Tyndale, to hear the Wesley brothers preach. We're living in times when literally those that preach, teach, serve God their legacy will not just go on in written form, but in audio and visual form as well. And we need to take advantage of it. So if you want to be blessed, encouraged, go on the Internet and just uh, type in Junior Hill Sermon and get ready to be blessed. All right, when we come back, the uh, latest on the effort to override Governor DeWine's cowardly veto of the uh, so-called trans bill. I'll give you an update when we return. This is Bob Bernie Live. 
Well, here's the headline today. Republican lawmakers expediting efforts to override DeWine's veto of trans bill. That's a headline from one of our local TV stations. Uh, Here's the bottom line. Republican lawmakers are returning to the Capitol from their, uh, uh, their Christmas holiday break early in order to attempt to override the veto of uh, Governor DeWine for HB 68, also known as the SAFE Act. Um, They're returning early, and they are scheduled to meet on January 10th uh, to consider the uh, potential override. Now, it depends on who you listen to. Some of the Republicans are saying, eh, no problem, we got this thing taken care of, we have plenty of votes to override the veto. Others are saying, not so fast, we don't know that we can override it or not. I certainly hope they do. The, uh, the governor has received an enormous amount of pushback. All the way up to former President Donald Trump has condemned the veto of this bill. And as a typical politician, Governor DeWine is now trying to uh, calm the waters just a little bit. He has released an official veto message that is absolute political gobbledygook. That's the technical term. Yeah, gobbledygook. Let me read to you just a little bit of his official veto message, explaining why he vetoed this important legislation. Uh, He says, on December 18th, the Ohio legislature sent me substitute House Bill 68. Since that time, I have sought out people on all sides of the issue to hear their concerns. Ultimately, I believe this is about protecting human life. Many parents have told me that their child would be dead today if they had not received the treatment they received from an Ohio children's hospital. All right, let me stop right there. That is baloney. It has been proven that the so-called gender-affirming care does not diminish the number of suicides from those suffering from gender dysphoria. There are reputable studies that indicate exactly the opposite. And as I said, when I first heard that DeWine had vetoed this bill, his veto was cowardly, I believe, but it was also anti-science. He has no science to prove this, just talking to parents. He says, uh, I have also been told by those that are now grown adults that but for this care, they would have taken their lives when they were teenagers. Again, there are just as many or more that have testified even under oath before Congress that transitioning from male to female or female to male was the worst decision they ever made in their life. Uh, See, then he goes on. Were I to sign Substitute House Bill 68, Ohio would be saying that the state, uh, saying that the state, 
that the government knows what is best medically for a child rather than two people who love that child the most, the parents. Well, there are all kinds of incidents where the state steps in. Uh, well, this this is, you know, some religious cults have starved their children to death as a part of a religious ritual or whatever. Well, the state steps in, takes the child out of the home and says, no, we're not going to allow you under religious pretenses to harm your child. Again, just baloney. Anyway, listen to this. So he vetoes a bill that would prohibit surgical uh, sexual reassignment surgery. Okay? He says, I adamantly agree with the General Assembly that no surgery of this kind should ever be performed on those under the age of 18. Well, duh! That's part of what the law would have accomplished. So he says, we should not allow surgery on those under 18, but he vetoes a bill that would prohibit surgery for those under 18. What? And then he says, I share with the legislature their concerns. Listen to this. Let me start again. I share with the legislature their concerns that there is no comprehensive data regarding persons who receive this care, nor independent analysis of any such data. What? So he admits, well, he talked to a bunch of parents about their feelings. Remember the characteristic of the liberal left? You don't care about fact. You don't care about truth. You don't care about science. You care about feelings and emotions. So he says, I talked to a bunch of parents and I got their feelings. And then he admits, let me read it to you again. I share with the legislature their concerns that there is no comprehensive data regarding persons who receive this care. (sighs) Like I said, gobbledygook. This bill, this veto must be overridden. Uh, But evidently, not until next week. We will certainly follow that closely. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.